Vedic Universe by Dave Madhavan, Episode 1 Hello, I'm going to tell you about the Vedic Universe, as described in the Srimad Bhagavatam. This is what is believed by worshippers of Vishnu or Krishna, or those who are very dedicated to Krishna consciousness. We will start with the top of the heavens, all the way down to the bottom of the netherworlds. Also noted that I will use the measurement of Yojanas. To help you understand it further, one Yojana is equal to 8 miles. The topmost planet in the Vedic universe is Vaikunt, the original abode of the Supreme Lord, and it nearly touches the coverings of the universe. Next to this planet is a tiny minor planet called Svetadvipa, where the gods always go whenever they need to see Lord Vishnu. This is because the planet is right on the shore of the Gosset Ocean of Milk, where they can see the Supreme Lord seated on Lord Sheshnag. When Lord Vamandev covered the entire universe with his two steps, his big toe pierced the coverings of the universe. This is when and where Ganga started to flow, starting from the toe of Vishnu, because she started from Vaman's toe. The Ganga is pinkish in color due to have washed powder from the Lord's lotus feet. 26,200,000 Yojanas below Vaikunt is the planet Satyalok. 120 million Yojanas below Satyalok is Tapolok. 80 million Yojanas below Tapolok is Janalok, the abode of the great sage Bhrigu. Satyalok, Tapolok and Janalok are the abodes of all of the great devotees of the Lord. 20 million Yojanas below Janalok is Maharlok, the abode of great sages. 10 million Yojanas below Maharlok is Dhruvalok, the pole star. It is one of the Supreme Lord's major abodes. The Lord resides in Dhruvalok with his great devotee Dhruva Maharaj and with some ardent devotees as the residence. This is the first place that the Ganga lands and purifies before continuing its flow through the sky. Dhruvalok, or the pole star, is the only thing in the universe that stays in its place, while the whole of the universe rotates around it. Episode 2 Dhruvalok is situated on the tail of the Sisumara Chakra. The Sisumara Chakra is a dolphin form of Viradrup. All the planets are situated on different parts of the body. Saturn is on its private parts. 200,000 Yojanas below Saturn is Jupiter on the back of its neck. 200,000 Yojanas Below Jupiter is Mars at the tip of its mouth. 200,000 Yojanas below Mars is Mercury, the sun of the moon, who is in its breath. 200,000 Yojanas below Mercury is Venus, which is on its navel. 200,000 Yojanas below Venus are all the stars attached to the wheel of time and led by the greatest of the stars, Abhijit. They are situated on the stomach 
with all the rest of the stars filling up the abdomen. Below Dhruvalok, filling up the tail of the Susumara, are the planets of all the Devas and Adityas, children of Mother Aditi. Below them are the planets of Tata and Vitata. Then, on the hips, we have the Saptarishis, the seven sages. They are 1,100,000 Yojanas above Saturn and 1,300,000 Yojanas below Dhruvalok. They are purified due to the Ganga flowing through them. Just after the stars, the Ganga flows through the Susumara again, but as the Milky Way. Yamaraj is situated on the Susumara's chin. The Ashwini Kumars are upon his chest and Narayan rests within his heart. 200,000 Yojanas below the stars is the moon, which is as large as 20,000 Yojanas. It is inundated or purified by the Ganga. 100,000 Yojanas Below the moon is the sun, which is as large as 10,000 Yojanas. 10,000 Yojanas below the sun is Rahu, the son of the demoness Simheka, with his body Ketu nearby. Each of them are 30,000 Yojanas across. Rahu is situated on the back of the neck of the Susumara. Rahu always tries to block the sun and the moon and often succeeds in doing so, being the cause of solar and lunar eclipses. Every time he covers one of them, the Supreme Lord Vishnu sends his Sudarshan Chakra, causing Rahu to flee due to the weapon's intense heat. With the help of the gods, the Ganga continues to flow through the sky until it reaches Brahma's abode of Brahmapuri in Brahmalok, at the top of Mount Meru. Here, like many other rivers, it separates into four different rivers. They are Sita, Gakshu, Bhadra, and Alagnanda, which continue to flow through the sky. surrounded by many mountains, which are Mount Bhavan, Mount Thrisringa, Mount Makara, Mount Jatara, Mount Devakut, Mount Karivira, Mount Pariyatra, and Mount Kailash. Surrounding Brahmalok are the eight homes of the Lokapalas, who are the principal governors of the universe. East of Satakumbi, Brahma's abode, is Mount Manasotar, and at its summit is Devadhani, the abode of Indra, the god of the sky and the king of the gods. In the west is Nimlokani, the abode of Varun, the god of water. In the south is Samyamani, the abode of Yamaraj, the god of death. In the north is Vibhavari, the abode of Som, a drunken god of the moon. Mandala represents a large lotus bloom with all of its islands representing the layers of petals in a lotus flower. 
We will start from the outside and go to the center. First is a very dark land called Alokavars, and then a stretch of golden land. This land hosts the base of Lokalok Mountain. Lokalok is so big that it is even higher than Dhruvalok and nearly reaches Vaikund. At the top are the four Gajapatis, the celestial elephants that Lord Brahma placed to face the four directions. The Supreme Lord himself is there in his four-armed form. After the land of gold is a bountiful land where all the animals in the world reside and then an ocean of sweet water. The next island is Puskaradvipa, which is split up into two parts and are marked by Mount Manasotara. Lord Brahma is present there in a grand epic-sized lotus made of gold. After an ocean of churned yogurt is Sakadvipa. It is split into seven parts and the people there worship the wind god Vayu as their representative from the Lord. Then, after an ocean of milk, we have the island of Kronkadvipa, which is split into seven parts and is marked by Mount Konka. The people there worship Varun, but there is no vegetation there due to it all being destroyed by Kartikeya's powers in a war against the demons. After an ocean of liquid ghee, we have the island of Kusadvipa, which is split into seven parts. The people there worship Agni, the god of fire, as their representative. Then, after an ocean of liquor, we have Salmaladvipa, split into seven parts, where the people worship Chandra, the moon god. In Salmaladvipa, there is a universal Salma tree, which is the abode of Garuda. Garuda was an eagle and was the lord of birds. He is the enemy of the Nagas and the vehicle of Lord Vishnu. Episode 4 After an ocean of sugarcane juice, we have Plaksadvipa, split into seven parts, where the people worship Surya, the sun god, as their representative. Then, after a normal ocean of salt water, we have the center island of Bhumandala, Jambudvipa, which is surrounded by eight tiny islands. They are Svarnaprasha, Chandrasukla, Avartana, Ramanaka, Mandaraharina, Simhala, Lanka, and Panchajanya. Jambudvipa is split up into the ten Varsas. First, there is Kuruvars, marked by Mount Shringavan. Then, Hiranmayavars, marked by Mount Sveta. Here, Lord Aryama worships the Kurma avatar. Ramyakavars, marked by Mount Nila, is where Manu worships Matsya avatar. Uturukuruvars, is where Bhumi Devi worships Varavatar. Bhadrasrava verse 
marked by Mount Gandhamadana and the Kesarakala Mountains, is where the son of Dharmaraj, Bhadrasrava, worships Lord Hayasirsa. Ketu Malavars, marked by Mount Malyavan, is where the goddess Lakshmi worships Vishnu's son, the god of love and desire, Kamadev. Harivars, marked by Mount Nisada, is where Pralad Maharaj worships Lord Narsingdev. Kimpurusavars, marked by Mount Himakut, is where Lord Hanuman worships Lord Ram. Bharatvars, marked by Mount Himalaya and the Himakuta Mountains, is where Narad Muni worships Narayan. Bharatvars is said to be the greatest of the Varsas. Lastly, we have Ilavratvars, where Lord Shiva worships Lord Sankarshan, otherwise known as Lord Ananta. Remember the four rivers of Ganga that were flowing through the skies after touching Brahmalok? Well, they end here in Jambudvipa. The Sita Ganga flows through the Kesarakala Mountains, touches the top of Mount Gandhamadhana, and then flows out to the ocean in the east. The Kakshu goes down Mount Malyavan and flows out to the ocean in the west. The Alaknanda goes down Mount Himakut through the Himakuta Mountains and flows out to the ocean in the south. Finally, the Bhadra goes down Mount Kumuda in Ilavratvars, touches the top of Mount Nila, Mount Sveta and Mount Shringavan before flowing out to the ocean in the north. Episode 5 In the center of Ilavratvars is the universal mountain made of gold called Mount Sumeru. It is so high that it starts at Ilavratvars and its summit is at the top of Bhumandala. Surrounding it are four mountains. They are Mount Suparzva, Mount Kumuda, Mount Mandir, and Mount Meru Mandir. Between the four mountains are lakes. They are lakes of milk, honey, sugarcane juice, and pure water. Surrounding them are the gardens Andhana, Chitraratha, Vebrajaka, and Sarvatobhadra. On top of Mount Kumuda is a giant banyan tree called Satavalsa, which has rivers flowing from its roots, which abundantly supply the residents of the northern areas of Ilavratvars. At the top of Mount Suparzva is a giant tree called Mahakadamba, which has five rivers of honey that flow from its hollows and through the western side of Ilavratvars, making the land very fragrant. At the top of Mount Meru Mandir is a giant jambu tree with elephant-sized jambu fruit whose juice flow down the mountain to form the Jambu Nadi River that flows through the south of Ilavratvars. When the mud from its river banks are dried by the sun and the air, it produces a gold called Jambu Nada, which is used by the residents of heaven and their wives to make their ornaments and garments. 
At the top of Mount Mandar is a giant mango tree called Devakut, whose mountain-sized fruit fall and break, in which the fruit cascades down the mountain in waterfalls and becomes the river Arunoda that flows to the eastern side of Ilavratvarsh. The maid servants of Lord Shiva's wife, the wives of the Yakshas, drink the river's water to make their body very fragrant, by which you can smell them from miles away. No males live in Elavratvarsh, as it is the home for Devi Durga Mata and her Shaktis. The only man who lives in Elavratvarsh is Lord Shiva. If any man tries to enter Elavratvarsh without an invitation or permission from the Devi, she will turn him into a female the moment that he enters Elavratvarsh. 10,000 yojanas below Rahu are the planets Siddhalok, Karanalok and Vidyadharalok. In the atmosphere, 100 yojanas above earth is the Antariksha, which is home to the abodes of the Pisakas, Gyakshas and Rakshasas. Then of course, we have the earth or Bhulok. Episode 6 Below the earth is the underworld or the nether regions with planetary systems that are each as big as Bhumandala. All kinds of demonic creatures, bad and good, live in these planetary systems, living in fear of the Supreme Lord Sudarshan Chakra. For whenever the Sudarshan Chakra enters these regions, its intense heat causes death. and the demons and their wives suffer many misfortunes due to fear the lower planetary systems are called bilasvarg which means subterranean heaven this is because the wealth and riches that are enjoyed there are more than that of the heavens the first planet is called atala and it is the home of the powerful demon sorcerer bala He created tons of women there. Whenever a man enters Atala, these women make him drunk, seduce him, and then leave him to unknowingly die. Below Atala, 10,000 yojanas below the earth is the planet Vitala. Here is where Lord Shiva lives with all of his ghostly companions. Lord Shiva and his wife, the goddess Bhavani, are constantly giving birth to living entities or more simply known as ghosts who were never dead when their blood and the other internal liquids were mixed together it formed the river hataki when the river's water is combined with fire it makes a gold called hataka the demon residents of vitala use the gold for their ornaments Below Vitala is Stutala which is currently the abode of Mahabali or Bhali Maharaj. The Supreme Lord himself carries a club and protects him mercifully. Once the demon king Ravan came to attack Bhali Maharaj and the Supreme Lord appeared as Lord Vamandev and kicked him 10000 yojanas away. Below Stutala is Talatal 
the kingdom of Maya Dhanava, the most powerful mystic Acharya in the nether regions. He is the father of Bhala and Ravan's wife Mandodari. He built many buildings for the demons and was also the one who killed Tripura, resulting in Shiva giving him a planet kingdom and personal protection from him. This makes him foolishly not fear the Lord Sudarshan Chakra. Episode 7 Below Talatala is Mahatala, where the serpent descendants of Kadru currently live. Some of these serpents include Kalia and Takshak. The serpents here try to live happily, but are always in constant fear of Garuda. Below Mahatala is Rasatala, where the demonic demon sons of Dhanu and Dhiti currently live within snake holes. Then we have Patalok, also known as Nagalok, where all of the many-headed Nagas live. The number of heads differ. It is 70,000 Yojanas below the earth. The Nagas are ruled by their king, Vasuki, who is used as a rope in the Sagar Mantan, the churning of the ocean of milk. The light reflecting off of the jewels on their hoods is so bright that it seems like the planet is glowing and it illuminates the entire lower planetary systems. Situated below Patalok is Narakalok, the hellish planets. They are all watched over by Yamaraj in Pitrilok. He judges the dead and sends them to hell with the perfect punishment that they deserve. His servants, the Yamadudas, are demonic beings and help in delivering the punishments to the sinful souls. They are extremely afraid of ardent devotees who are under protection by the Vishnu Dudas, the servants of the Supreme Lord. People who are proud of their wealth and earn money sinfully always fear that someone else, like a superior, could take it away. Henceforth, they look wretched with a dried up face due to greedy fear. The Yamadudas take them to the hell called Sukimuka, where they are punished by having threads stitched through their body. A person who accepts gifts with evil, cruel looks on their faces are thrown into the hell known as Pariyavartana, where crows, herons, vultures, and other birds stare at them coldly before swooping down and forcibly plucking out their eyes. People who confine others into caves, wells, and other places are placed into the hell known as Avata Nirodhana, where they are pushed into wells and suffocate due to smoke and poisonous fumes. People who are always angry, out of jealousy, and give pain to others are put into the hell known as Dandasuka, where serpents with five to seven heads eat them. Episode 8 People who nicely take in animals and then treat them cruelly are taken to Sulaprota, 
where they are first pierced by needle-sharp spears before birds like vultures and herons attack and tear at their body with their sharp beaks. People who give sacrifices to goddess Badrakali but then eat the victim's flesh are placed in Raksogana Bhojana where their victims appear as demons and use sharp pieces to cut them up before drinking their blood and celebrating. Someone who is ugly but thinks that they are the greatest and don't show respect to those who are better are placed to suffer in Kshara A Brahmin or Brahmin's wife who drinks liquor is placed in Ayapana where Ayamaduta stands on their chest and pours molten iron in their mouth. Someone who lies or uses fake evidence while doing business or giving charity are taken to Avikamat, which means waterless. Here, that person is thrown down a mountain with sharp rocks that look like waves even though there was no water there. The person's body is broken up, but they don't die, so they suffer. People who set fire to others' houses poison them, or as a government official make them pay more tax, are placed into Sarameyadena, where 720 dogs with thunderbolt strong teeth devour them. A person who is very proud about their aristocratic wealth and sacrifices animals for the sake of wealth are thrown into Visasana, where the Yamadutas kill them after torturing them with unlimited pain. Those who use animals to hunt for pleasure are put into the hell of Pranaharoda, where the Yamadutas use them for targets to shoot at with sharp arrows. Husbands who act like animals without cleanliness and don't try to improve are sent to Puyoda, where they fall into an ocean of saliva, mucus, and pus and are forced to drink all these things. Those who are born in a responsible family but fails to do their duty on purpose are taken to the hell river Vaitarani, which is like a moat around hell. It is made up of marrow, fat, flesh, bones, nails, blood, pus, and aquatic animals that eat them. Episode 9 Someone who steals gold or jewels is put into Sandhamsa, where their skin is torn apart by tongs and red-hot iron balls in order for his entire body to be cut up into pieces. If someone receives food and eats it without separating it amongst the guests, children, and elderly folk, they are put into Krimibhojana. In this planet, is a 100,000 yojana wide lake filled with worms. There, they become a worm themselves for 100,000 years and have to feed on the other worms as they feed on the person. Mosquitoes feed on human blood to survive without knowing that their bites are painful. Some humans know how painful it can be to be injured or killed. If a human knows this, but still hurts or kills innocent creatures, then they are sent to Andakupa, where they are attacked by all the creatures that they have ever harmed, which deprives them of sleep, leaving them to wander endlessly in the dark. 
if a member of the government punishes an innocent man, then he is sent to Sukaramukha, where he is crushed. A person who wanders away from the Vedic path on purpose is sent to Asipatravana. First, the Yamadutas beat him with whips. Then, he flees here and there and keeps bumping into palm trees with leaves of sharpened swords. The killer of a Brahmin is sent to Kalasutra, which is made of copper that is heated from fire underneath and the sun above. People who cook animals alive to eat are taken to Kumbipaka, where they are cooked in boiling oil. People who live by hurting others are placed in Maharorava, where animals eat their flesh and torment them. People who commit unnecessary violence against others all day are placed in Rorava, where all the people he injured appear as animals and injure him. Someone who cheats another man and enjoys their family are put into Antatamistra, where they are put through so much misery that they lose their sight and intelligence. Someone who takes another's child, money, or spouse are taken to a darkish hell called Tamisra, where they are beaten, starved, and never given any water until they collapse. If I had the knowledge, I could keep going on and on about all the hells in Narakalok, but it's time to move on. 30,000 Yojanas below Patalok and right underneath Narakalok is the universal Garbhodaka Ocean, which is 249,800,000 Yojanas deep. Here rests Lord Sankarshan, also known as Ananta, Adisesha, and Sheshnag. He is a form of the Lord and hates all kinds of evil things and waits for the day to unleash Lord Shiva as Rudra from his head to destroy the universe. He is so big that the universe is equal to the size of a mustard seed on one of his thousand hoods. He stays there until the Supreme Lord rests on him as Garbhodakasai Vishnu at the end of Brahma's lifetime. So that's the Vedic universe. I hope you enjoyed it. This is Dave Madhavan. Thank you for listening.